everybody, welcome back. My name is Chris. And I'm Erica. This is The Yamcast. We're so excited to spend some time with you, talking about lots of fun things. You want to get in touch with us? How do we do that, Erica? Well, we are on Facebook and Instagram at The Yamcast, and you could even email us at yamcastpot at gmail.com. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. Or you can like, rate, review, but we'd also love to hear from you. Yeah. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's another monthly five. We may have skipped a month, but no, you no, know. no, 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 we did not. This is October's. <laughs> no, it is not. Yeah. We are not running this as October. We're gonna do another one in November. <coughs> no, we're not. Yeah, we are. Yeah. No, we have two more weeks. We got to do two more content weeks. Executive decision <laughs> by the executive pastor <laughs> at Park Hills Church it means nothing here. I think that when I make a decision of any kind, it's an executive decision because I'm an executive pastor. Okay, Dwight. Mm. Dwight had no real power or authority. That, that is a very Dwight thing to say. Yeah, but I'm not the assistant to the regional manager. I'm legitimately the executive pastor. I didn't make up a title. Mark might have made up a title and given it to me. <laughs> but those are different things. <laughs> oh. All right, so that's me. <laughs> the microphone. Yeah, her mic is attacking is coming, her. It's coming in hot. All right, so monthly, Literally. monthly five for real. October, monthly five. <laughs> October. <laughs> it's not October. It doesn't matter if it is October. <laughs> well, but I'm doing things for what I'm watching, listening to, reading now. So am I. Not in October. Some of the mine were in October. It's been a month. Actually, my reading is nothing new, let's be real. But the rest. Man, I find it hard to get through some books, but eventually, right? Right. Page a day. <laughs> Takes, makes the doctor away. What? <laughs> makes the doctor away. <laughs> All right. So then what are you reading? Um, October. So monthly five. What are you reading? November. I, I'm i not really – I'm not reading anything new. It's the same things that I've been reading. Okay. Moving on. Tim, Tim Keller's marriage book and the – yeah, other books that I've just stopped reading basically. Anybody else feel that way towards books? You start and then you're like, meh. No. Do you feel that way towards books? James. Thank you. James, James concurs. James does. I was going to say, I don't think James, James like, What's really reading? starts books, let alone ends books. <laughs> I start a lot of books. You do. But like read like two pages. You're a starter, but not a finisher. That's all right. I can't not finish something. Oh. It yeah. kind of bothers me. See, my thing is I just don't want to waste my time. You know? Who says it's a waste of time? If you're already in it and you're like, I don't want to be reading this anymore. I feel like that's a sign sometimes. Oh, okay. So Keller's book on marriage and other stuff that you're not really reading. That's what I'm hearing. I'm just slowly reading them. It's not like a novel. A novel, I there's only been a couple of novels that I've not finished because they get a little too... Yeah. Eh. Let me ask you an honest question. Oh, gosh, where is it going? Does the fact that we have a monthly five drive you to actually feel like you need to read something? Is this Sometimes. A, is this obligatory reading? Sometimes I feel like I have to have something new to share with the audience of two, three, so five. The, I'm just kidding. So the drive that you feel 
to read something merely for the monthly five. It's not did, merely for the monthly did five. Did not drive you this month and a half nope. <laughs> to do anything. I mean, I'm still reading them. I just haven't finished or picked up anything new. So this is the October monthly five. Oh my That's golly. what we're going to call it. That's not even true. A couple of weeks from now, you'll have the November monthly five. Can we start you, over? You will have read something by then. No, this is we're in it. This is the show. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> We're making all these hilarious hand motions. like That you can't see. Keep going. Obviously. Yeah, if this was a video podcast or a vodcast, as they call it. So here's what I had to read. Uh, kind of coming back to, you're talking about obligatory for the monthly five. I Mine are obligatory because I'm doing classes and mm. I have to read yeah. to actually get my doctorate finished or else I uh, will fail. So I had a class just a little over a week ago on um, the missional church. Okay. Is so that I read, good? I read a whole bunch of missional church books, six full books and multiple articles to go along with it. So in all, it was probably about just shy of eight books. Which was delightful. Uh, yeah, some good stuff. Some stuff that I've read before. Some stuff that was helpful. It, it brought back a lot of fun memories of. I'm a big Mike Breen fan. Does that name sound familiar to you? No. No, I don't think so. So they there's a ministry called 3DM. Uh, between Mike Breen and then Jeff Vanderstelt, they kind of do uh, the same. They talk about the same stuff, but in a tangential way. They're not mm-hmm. actually like right next to each other. So um, yeah, Mike Breen. Vanderstelt, I know Vanderstelt. Hastings, uh, Alan Hirsch, Michael Frost, just little people. Just little people. It's good. A lot of good books. I'll post a couple of them in the show notes if I remember when I make the show notes. Okay. <laughs> I know I've been bad about doing that too. Let's cut that. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It's up to him. He's the producer. He decides what stays and goes. It's true. What's going to stay at this point? <laughs> Are you wanting us to start all over? <laughs> I don't know if there was a start. There, sure there was. Monthly five. <laughs> October monthly November. five. Do you want an official intro? We can get that at the end if you want to. That's what going. I thought. Okay. See? That's, what ah, I, that's what I thought. That's what wow. I thought. Fighting words. It's another executive decision. I make them all over the place. You're sounding very high and mighty right now. I'm definitely not. (laughs) I mean it very sarcastically. There's no decision that's made by me that anyone really takes seriously. So you're like, yeah, it's Chris. (laughs) In that sense, I'm more like Dwight than you could possibly imagine. However, uh, I have a legitimate title where Dwight did not. The problem is my title doesn't really gain me any respect. Mm. So that's fun. <laughs> uh. I'm also in a bit of a weird mood because 2020 is like the worst year ever. Yeah, it's really. At least for me yet. And it's not because it's interesting. terrible. It's just really, it's the same all year long. And that same is just black. Except for January and February were. Rocking. We're good. And then rocking good times. We had no idea what we had until it was gone. We were about to go to Myrtle Beach with the youth ministry, mm-hmm. and we canceled it because a week, a week before that, the whole country started shutting down, and we couldn't go. Mm-hmm. And that began a year of cancellations. That's probably what my T-shirt's going to be. I survived twenty twenty, the year of cancellations. Maybe that's what it. Because I feel like it'll have a nickname going forward, yeah, and I'm wondering what that nickname will be. I'm going to advocate for the year of cancellations. Okay. Whether we're talking about. Uh, Various political offices people held. Those, mm-hmm. are, those are now canceled. Mm-hmm. 
uh, various conferences that I was going to attend all got canceled. Trips, all canceled. Concerts. All yeah, concerts got canceled. Everything, pretty much everything fun. The year of uh, cancellations of fun things. It should just be, this is basically, oh, what are those? Like, it's like 2020, the fun sucker. Like, Yeah, that's a good one. I like mm-hmm. that. So the 2020, the year of cancellations, or 2020, the the fun sucker. That could be a fun pool or poll yeah. that we could create for our, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, I'll write that one down Yeah, for Instagram. Right. Best, best nickname for 2020. Yeah. So what are you watching these days? To get us uh, through these cancellations. The Mandalorian is back. Okay. I'm not a... What? I mean, I would only watch it for Baby Yoda. But besides that, I don't... I'm not a Star Wars person. My favorite meme of 2020, and there's been many. My Well, I should say, my very favorite one is the one that talks about the lady from the future coming back and saying... The, the COVID-19 prepared us for COVID-20, which was the zombie apocalypse. And she's like, the what? Like that, that one's the great. What? Yeah, that one's great. But no, my other favorite meme was Mandalorian is the best space Western that exists of all of them, even better than Firefly. And all the Firefly fans are like, no, it's not. And they're like, oh yeah, season two. Oh, because Firefly only, only had one only one season. Uh, no, Mandalorian's back. That's delightful. Loving it. Uh, we're also watching The Right Stuff. Hmm. It's a National Geographic show what on, is it on the space program. Okay. The beginning of it. And Patrick Adams, the guy who played the smart guy named Mike in the show Suits. Did you mm-hmm. ever watch Suits? No, but yeah. So Patrick Adams in it. Uh, James Lafferty from One Tree Hill. I, oh, I know that one. See, I knew <laughs> I knew if I picked enough uh, potentially cute 30-something guys, one of them would be like, oh, yeah. I know that one. Uh, yeah, so all those guys are in the show, and they all play um, – astronauts who are getting ready so john glenn and like it's so what um the right stuff the right stuff what what do you watch it on uh i'm watching on disney plus oh okay it's a disney plus thing because they own the national geographic channel so we're watching the right stuff we're watching the mandalorian i should say i'm watching the mandalorian with my kids heidi and i are watching the right stuff and then we went back do you ever seen the show white color no, but I know what you're talking about. Dude, White Collar. I've heard it's really good, too. So, White Collar, we watched the whole show way back in the day, and we thought the other day, we're kind of tired of just binging things that we're not sure about until halfway through mm. it, and then we're like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. So, we're like, let's pick something we know we both liked that we vaguely remember, but would yeah. love to rewatch. So, White Collar's our, our jam right now, along with any various other stupid things that come up mm-hmm. that are worth watching. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, various news channels. Mm. Telling us about random things that are happening all around the world. I was gonna say I don't watch any of those. So yeah, sorry about that. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. What are you? What are you watching? Uh, we just currently finished the toughest. I think it's like the world's toughest race. Oh yeah. The eco challenge. Yeah, I heard about it. Did you it. watch that on a, no. Amazon Prime? It's really good. Is it? Uh, Bear Grills does it. He's the host, and. It's an 11-day – well, it can take you 11 days. You can finish it right. a, as quickly as you want to, really. Like you have different camps and checkpoints to get through, and you might be paddleboarding or rock climbing or rappelling or um, they are doing a lot of paddling in different boats, different size boats, hmm. lots of hiking, hmm. lots of lots, – they did um, whitewater rafting, like lots of different things. And some of them are trying to win, and some of them are just trying to finish. There's, like, different, you Mm. know, perspectives of of how they're going to do it. 
but it's just it was really interesting to watch kind of crazy the amount of things that they're able to overcome and do Ugh, like the the team who ended up winning i they didn't sleep very much cuz you get to choose like it's not like on you know amazing race where everybody stops at different yeah. times and then picks it back up it literally when you want to sleep is when you want to sleep when you want to rest is when you want to rest otherwise you can just keep trucking through huh. and i think they finished it in like 5 days i don't know it was crazy wow but crazy they did, to watch. But they didn't sleep really in five days. Not that, not much. Like a couple hours here, a couple hours there. And I mean, if you obviously if you don't make it, some of it's through injury, some of it's through yeah. like we're just we're just done. We can't do this anymore. Lots of different things. But it'd be cool to try one. But I I just am like like I'm watching this the first leg of the race, and I'm like I don't think I'd be able to do that. Like I would have to take a break every just hmm. the paddling in the open ocean. I'm just like that's a lot. So. Hmm. But it was really cool to watch. That's cool. I never even knew they were a thing. Yeah. But like every year they have one right. around the world and they, like people, yeah, do them all the time. See, I saw the description for it and I knew these things exist. Mm. And I thought that would be a good show to watch someday, but I had not had much alone time to watch a show that only I would watch. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to figure that out. Yeah, I don't it's think anybody good. else in my family would watch that. I really liked it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know. They might not. Hmm. But yeah, that was really good. Cool. So that's what I that's what I was watching. I like it. That's a good October monthly five show to watch. I like that. <laughs> November. <laughs> so Chris, what are you learning about these days? Um how to pastor a church during um a pandemic? I don't know that I'm learning anything. <laughs> Seriously, I, just, just, it's just one of those things where I don't, if we're, yeah, if we're, if we're going to tell, call it, you know, this year, the year of the cancellation, I just, I think I'm kind of in this, like the blah phase mm. for the second or third time this year. I'm not sure how many we're on how at many, this point. How, yeah. How many we're going to have. But in the last few days I have just felt just really kind of, eh, whatever, you know? So I don't know that I'm learning anything right now. I uh, have really enjoyed the process that I'm going through as far as I feel like my degree is starting to come together. My doctoral project is coming together and I'm learning how to put that together. So maybe, maybe the learning aspect right now is just that, but you know, like if you joke learning how to lead a church through a a pandemic, uh, I don't know that anyone is doing a good job of leading (laughs) a church through a pandemic right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless leading a church through a pandemic is just standing up saying everything's canceled over and over again, then we're all learning how to do that really well. Mm I do think – I would change the question this way. I don't know that I'm learning anything. Here's what I'm desiring. I okay. want to see – I want to see our church learn how to become either pandemic-proof or COVID-proof. Like fireproof? If I could <laughs> – Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. You just got to do this thing called the love dare. And when you do that <laughs> – uh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, Christian movies for uh, 400, Alex. Oh, I just... I oh, Alex! Alex Trebet. That's sad. Yeah, that's another thing that 2020 brought us was yes. lots of people that we love disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back to yeah, the sorry. really non, non-sober or somber message about 2020. This is a upbeat version. 2020 is so great because I'm learning <laughs> almost nothing. No, I just... I feel like if I could put my finger on what the next steps are... I would I would charge that hill and learn everything I can right now. But I mm. 
I think a lot of us, and this is a number of pastors I'm talking to, we're all kind of, we're to the point where we're just kind of lacking clarity. We all know what it lo- looks like to lead a church, to love people. I think we're doing all of that well, but we're just tired of canceling things. And and we have certain people that are upset because they're not able to meet in person and they feel like that's a political move or whatever. You got other people that are happy that you're not meeting in person because then they don't feel guilty about not being in the building. And that both of those spectrums just isn't fair right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I'm learning how to handle that well. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. if, so if I'm really honest, I don't know that I'm learning much. I'm just kind of annoyed and wishing that we knew what the next steps would be. So, yeah. What about you? What are you learning um, this October? <laughs> so I wrote that I would say that I'm learning that stuff here on earth, it does matter, but trying to learn like how much does it actually yep. matter, you know? Um, lots of people were throwing out the, which I totally get the perspective of like, Jesus is in control, Jesus is king, all of those things. But then how to somebody who's super struggling with different things, how that can kind of be like a slap in the face. It's like, like, what do they call it? Like Jesus juking them? Like mm-hmm. it's, and so, <clears throat> so yeah, just that things here matter, like who, political things, they do matter, those sorts of things. But yeah, how much do they actually matter? Like trying mm-hmm. to learn that, but also trying to be sensitive to other people who, it really matters a lot for their well-being. Like, right. and not, and I'm, I'm talking about people where the policies majorly affect them. The words majorly, like those things actually majorly affect them. Not, I just worry about things too much, that type of a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So really trying to be sensitive to people who, yeah, who, who need things to be a certain way because truly for years things have not the policies and things in this war, in this country have not furthered their their well-being if that makes sense and so I'm trying to be sensitive to them but also trying to have the mindset of we're supposed to have our mindset on things above and so cuz yeah we're supposed to have our mindset on things above and focusing on heaven and I mean like we we'll talk about that in colossians and whatnot but we also need to be caring about the things on this planet and what people are concerned about and bringing mm-hmm. justice to them and those sorts of things. So just balancing, balancing that. Yeah. I think there's a lack of understanding. A lot of people want to just think about the heavenly or a lot of people just want to think about the earthly. Mm-hmm. And I think what a true Christian theological framework says, both of those are important. And how do you mm-hmm. bring heaven to earth, so to speak, but also understand that even as you try to do that, the kingdom of God isn't necessarily going to jive with the way of the world, right? Mm-hmm. So you have individuals that might say, we're going to do this in the name of safety, and it ends up being a policy that affects individuals yeah. for various reasons. You know, um, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you listening to? So... As some of you may know, I'm getting married in like what? a month and a half or something, which is kind of crazy to think about. It is crazy. And we're choosing to not do a DJ to save money because they, to be real, I mean, yes, they they run you through the night and they have their own like set playlist. But I mean, I Spotify does great things, you know? It so, does. So what I've been listening to right now is a lot of 
um, wedding playlists that other people have created mm. and taking ones from them and putting them on my own wedding dance playlist. Mm. So, so like on the way here, the electric, you know, slide was the electric slide was playing. Yeah. So is that gonna, would, is that going to make the list? Yes, that's fun. What about YMCA? I haven't heard it yet. I don't know. That's a pretty common wedding song. Yeah, I mean, we had, I think, like the twist, that one came on, Twist and Shout or whatever. Right. So that one will be on there. When my kids were a little younger, we had a lot of weddings because I was starting, you know, to get a little older as a youth pastor. And so a lot of kids that grew up in youth group were getting married. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we were at weddings all the time. And there's a lot of memories of doing YMCA with my girls. I'm not saying that that has to make the list because <laughs> the song kind of annoys me. but just, Yeah, it's a very interesting song. Yeah. All right. So the wedding playlist. I yeah. am waiting with bated breath to find out what that wedding playlist is going to look <laughs> like. I can't wait. It's so great. It's going to be fantastic. I hate, I hate dancing. So that'll be super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you listening to? I found a new podcast. Okay. And as I've been doing home projects, this podcast has been uh, helping me – uh, clean my garage out and hang <clears throat> pegboard and uh, mow the lawn, things like this. Okay. So the podcast is called The Fall of Rome. Sounds super intriguing. <laughs> it's about the fall, the of, fall Rome. of Rome. Yeah. <sighs> no, it's really good. Really, really good. So it's, historical. It's very historical. He's a PhD, a guy that finishes PhD on the fall of Rome. And basically what he's doing is just walking through the fall, but looking at it from vantage points that maybe you wouldn't expect. Because I don't know about you, but when you're a kid and you're reading your high school history book or whatever, it's like the fall of Rome happened in seven four seventy six eighty, and that's the end of it mm-hmm. because that's when Rome was sacked and it was done. But he makes a really good case that regionally speaking, that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. You, if you're a British, you know, a, a Roman soldier in Britain, you don't even know that Rome fell, possibly for decades, and you only know because the economy that you are used to maybe isn't providing the money that you used to have, and so now you need to take what you have and redesign it and re- redevelop it. Mm. So what we call the fall of Rome. Sure, Rome was sacked in that point, but the fall of the actual Roman Empire didn't happen until much later. And it's really cool to listen to that and process it. Uh, He hasn't brought a lot of Christian aspects into it, which is interesting to me so far because, like it or not, the Christian church was a big part of Rome at that point. Like It was was the the religion of the empire. That doesn't mean I'm talking about like legitimate Christianity, but Mm -hmm. it was the, it was, you know, the empire's religion. And so, like it or not, Christians are going to have to have a big part in it at some point. And so I was just – I'm listening to it probably for that, but I'm also just really enjoying the process. So if you're a nerd and you like history, that's a good one. Fall of Rome. And then when I get partway through it, I'm going to probably find another history podcast like that and listen to that one. And I'm just moving moving around. I'd love one about, yeah, World War II. I should look into that. Oh, I'm sure there is one. I know. I should look into that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's what I'm listening to. Sounds good. What's on your heart? So – um, as we talked about wedding things and I had my first little like pity party over the weekend about COVID taking things from me. And granted, I know that I, um, scheduled my wedding during COVID. Like, I mean, I just got engaged at the end of June. So I know I scheduled it technically in COVID, but I didn't want to wait a year. Like that's 
stupid. It's a long time. So for, I okay, do for anybody that actually moved their wedding back a year. I was just being a dork. I did not actually mean that to be offensive to you. I'm so sorry. Yes, no, Keep uh, going. no. If how, whatever works for you works for you. I engagement just know people who have done that, and I just yes. called them stupid, and I didn't mean that. I was more saying in your context that would. Yes, you got to stick with I, it. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, my dad is still like, so you still getting married on the 31st? Like, yes, I am, Father. We're not changing it. So, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Does your dad have a southern accent? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's from Wisconsin. <laughs> so we're still getting married on the 31st. <laughs> Sorry, that's not even that's not true at all. Um sometimes you know what you just give towards people is as their voices. Oh, I know. Always great. I'm yeah. So I do know that this is I should have expected all of these things, but I but also it was in June that mm-hmm. this was, you know, things were a little bit laxer. Very much so. More lax is, I don't know what the word would be. So I was anticipating having like in-person bridal showers, which are not happening now. Um, and just different things with bachelorette parties and different things. So I just was like, yeah, over the weekend kind of gave myself permission to have a minor pity party. And then was like, and then I had, I mean, I have great friends that are like, it's going to be great ex- how it's supposed to be, blah, 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 which I totally understand and know. But yeah, it's, it's hard when it's one, I know it is one day, but like, you're not going to redo this day. And so, yeah, just, you want it to be a certain way. And, and I do know that it will end up being exactly as it's supposed to be. And it's going to be great. But yeah, I'm not very good when my expectations aren't met. I struggle with that a lot. Hmm. Flexibility, not really my thing. So anyways, that's been what's kind of on my heart is having to, yeah, be far more flexible in the time of cancellation. So The year of cancellations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about yourself? What's on your heart? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me right now, and I hinted at it a little bit ago, but I'm passionate about making disciples and what that means is making disciples is different than leading the organization known as the church, mm-hmm. right? So Park Hills Church is made up of disciples. And while the corporate body of Park Hills Church isn't able necessarily to meet as often as we would like them to meet, I also would push back on the, the weekly meeting being like the only thing that you do. That's that's a problem. Yeah, But there's nothing – there's nothing that should stop you from making disciples, even in the midst of a pandemic. And so I'm really struggling with with that. Just individuals who are kind of upset, just why are, why are we not meeting? Who said you had to meet to do what God's called you to do? You know, like mm-hmm. lean into what God's doing in your life and and figure out a way to to do just that. You know, even if you're in quarantine, you can still disciple people. There's no reason None of that stops because the quote unquote church isn't meeting. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we just, we have maybe intentionally or unintentionally, the American church sometimes is more focused on the, the event rather than the actual mission that we're called to. And so I'm, that's what's on my heart right now is just, I'm trying to think through how do we engage people to think next steps? Because there is a day coming when we're going to be back to normal someday. It will, it will come. Mark my words. Uh, when that happens, will you feel like you've wasted this whole year or will you feel like I rocked it? Look at me. I'm awesome. 
and I've I've pointed that out a couple times in sermons, and I feel like some people heard me, but now I, you know now we're taking a couple week break to sort of give our community a chance to slow down with the COVID spread a little bit, uh, and it just makes me even more passionate about like let's get moving. Mm-hmm. So that's what's on my heart. Yeah, that's good. I think sometimes the blessing that can come out of different things like this is us having to like take a step back and realize if we've been doing what we're supposed to be doing, if we've just been in this routine, if we've actually been following Christ, like we say, or if, if it's just been, well, I go to church, I go to small group. That's my, that's my relationship with God. Right. So it's It's a chance to recalibrate. Mm -hmm. I think would be the right, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. And I know I'm recalibrating. I don't know if we have set our people up to succeed at recalibrating right now. Mm. And that bothers me. So, yeah, what's next? Yeah, you know, that's good. That's the idea. All right, there it is, the October Monthly Five. November. It's like uh, it's making you angry. I know. It's, it's worth it. It has been fun since you were in high school to make <sighs> you angry. I know, and I make it easy. Too I'm an easy target. Too easy. And uh, James is kind enough to be here on this stormy afternoon to, yes, re- to thanks, record these James. for us. Thanks, dude. So, yeah, we're, we, we're going to have a, like, political politics podcast, but that's, like, kind of over. I would say a political so, episode. We're not going to do an entire podcast. Oh, yeah, no, 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 not an entire podcast. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we're creating no. a new podcast <laughs> called Politics Matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, just an episode, but... It's kind of over-ish. You say, mm, it's... We have... We know. Anyways. At the time of this recording, we have at least two Senate races that won't be decided until January. And while the presidential race may, by all intents and purposes, be done, it is anything but done based on the fact that multiple lawsuits exist and there's unrest in many people's hearts. That's going to be there regardless. 50% of the country is mad all the time. Yeah. The question is how that plays out. And I would love us to move into a space where we're not that, but yeah. we're America. We enjoy, America. We enjoy fighting. <coughs> oh, yeah, from right? the beginning. We have. Um, from the beginning. But one thing I did, did want to say was that we need to be people of, of truth and trying to seek out the truth. So if your person <laughs> won, yes. don't just be like, oh, all of those things that people are saying about it not being counted correctly, whatever. Oh, they're just lying and you're just feeling good because your person won. Seek out the truth. Who knows? But seek out the truth. Don't just be okay with whatever because your person won. But on the flip side of that, don't just automatically because your person lost say, Oh, they cheated, they cheated, they cheated because you're kind of being a sore loser. Both of those things could be true, but let's just actually seek out truth and not be so concerned about our side winning or losing. And for everyone who's saying, yeah, but that's how it was four years ago. uh, Every four to eight years, things change and the other side is happy and the other side claims the same things. Mm -hmm. And for us to constantly just point our finger at the other side and say, yeah, but they did this to me. I don't know about you, Erica, but when I was just a little boy, I learned 
that's not really how we behave. Mm-hmm. We don't act a certain way because the other person did it to us too. We're supposed to be better. And what is it like treat others as I want to be treated? It's almost as if that's a biblical concept. Almost. That plays itself out into almost every other faith in the entire world, perhaps besides atheism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're just like, this is not a faith. Actually, it is a faith. You have to believe that you it's believe a nothing. System. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but yet uh, we don't remember that and we freak out about everything versus just living life. Wouldn't that be great? Mm-hmm. And it's been a yo-yo, right? I yeah. mean, since I was a little boy, we had two Republicans in a row, and then it went Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, now Democrat, potentially again. So it's like it goes back and forth. Maybe we should just chill. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's an executive decision. Oh, my word. Just chill, says the executive pastor of a small Golly. church in Freeport, Illinois, that no one cares about. Ch- or relax. Oh, I don't want to quote Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace out. We'll talk All about right. politics next time. I mean, yeah, sure. If that's what the people want. <laughs> Based on the election, I don't know that the people know what they want. It's really true. Mm-hmm. Have a great life. All right. Bye. Have a great life. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Yamcast. You can check us out at yamcast.podbean.com or on any other podcasting apps like iTunes. We would love it if you'd leave us a review that is any number between four and a half and five stars. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. If you'd like more information about us, you can check us out at parkhillschurch.com or on the App Store with the Park Hills Church app. We are also on Instagram, so give us a follow at The Yamcast. Cast.